This is AutoLine Extra, available exclusively on the internet. Here again is John McElroy. Welcome to this internet-only discussion of our second part of the North American Car of the Year Awards with Mark Phelan from the Detroit Free Press and Natalie Neff from AutoWeek. And Natalie, in the broadcast version, we just left off talking about performance. I know it's four bucks a gallon. I know sales are going to hell in a handbasket here, but you started talking about the Nissan GTR, and let's hear it. You know what? You can burn through a lot of gasoline and have a lot of fun in that car. You know, there's been so much hype for that car for a year, almost longer than a year now. Um, it lives up to every bit of that hype. We're talking monster, monster power out of the twin turbo V6 in that thing. Um, rock solid, rock solid chassis. And you take that thing out on a track and you'd be grinning all day. I mean, it is just a fantastic car. And for the power again, not that much of an outrageous price on it. It's what, about well, 85,000? No, that's, I think that's the, the kicker. Oh. I think it stickers, it starts at around 72. Okay. But the markup, dealer markups for it have been upwards of 30,000. Mm, yow! Yow! <laughs> so try finding that car for 100,000, under 100,000 and... It'll still sell at that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Easy. Easy, but it is everything that you've read. It is everything that you've he heard people hype about. The the attention to just the interior, sitting in the car, the seats, the layout of the controls. It makes you feel like you're in a Japanese video game, you know, environment. Um, and then it just it's one of those cars that gives you everything that you want from a track. And we were talking earlier about cars that look better in the driveway than they did on the auto show stand. I love the way the GTR looks on the auto show stand. How, how well does it present itself visually in the real world? I had every person in the neighborhood come looking at that. I mean, it is, it's, in real life, it looks like anime, you know? In mm -hmm. real life, it looks like, um, you know, a, a cartoon car, but not in a cartoony way. You know what I mean? Like, like cars that are not designed like that anymore. Everything on car design, it seems, is kind of dumbed down. But this has, you know, that that front end that you beautiful uh, shapes. Just the shapes and the the materials. It's. I mean, it's the way the front car. fenders just sweep yeah. around and cut in. I mean, it's yeah. just how do you do the that? Front metal? splitter, you know, just where the grill cuts in. And they did their homework. They definitely did their homework. Okay, another performance car, Dodge Challenger. Everything that it uh, should be, everything it could possibly be, infinitely better than you know the old Challenger. I think it's a terrific car. Uh, I, I'll be very interested to see how the full model line sells because you know, the, the V6 model gets you know, decent fuel economy and it's it's a big car for the money. Um, I. I thought when I, when I saw the concept car at the auto show, it left me completely cold. I didn't care for it at all. It was too retro. It just bored me. And when I saw the production version that they made a lot of nice, you know, small changes to on the road, you know, I fell in love with it. And I really enjoyed driving it. Yeah, me too. I've only driven the SRT8 version, so, you know, gobs of power to the thing. And uh, it's a big, heavy car, but it doesn't drive like a big, heavy car. As long as you're in nice, big, sweeping turns and long straightaways, I, it's not a car to take to a Gymkhana, for example. Killer brakes, though. But, oh, the brakes are phenomenal in that car. And the exhaust note is the best exhaust note in the business, bar none. Engine note, exhaust note, the whole combination of sounds from right. that thing is good. But the car bores me. Why? 
the, the styling, which, you know, obviously is very retro. Uh, I got, it was old to me almost within 10 minutes of looking at it. And not old in old fashion, just, you know, it, it kind of bored me mm -hmm. after a while. And I, personally, I, I think I'm in the minority on this, but I think it drives like an old car. Interesting. The, my first reaction to it, you know, and again, I said, like I said, I'm really in the minority on this. It felt like I was on bias ply tires. And it, it could just be the whole equation, you know, uh, of the themes of that car. Um, but I wasn't blown away. And then when you see the, the stock interior in that thing, which is so cheap and yeah. so, you know, just pulled straight from the, the Charger. Yeah, I haven't seen the base model. I, like I said, I've only seen the SRT. Yeah. So, and, and that one's got and a... And even the SRT interior is just barely good enough to get by. Right, because it was a crash program to, right. to get that thing. I understand Jim Press gave them some money to say, hey, guys, let's, let's take this up a notch. So, yeah, it, it, to me, again, if it was $2 gasoline, I'd say, hey, they've got a great program on their hands. $4 a gallon gasoline, it's going to be a tough sell with that car, I think. Yeah. It, it's really interesting, too, because what you were saying about the retro, it is. It's phenomenally retro, and that's part of the reason I didn't like the, the, the concept, even though I do like the production model. But I loved the concept Camaro when they showed mm. it, because that took the idea of that car to a new place for me. And I'm going to be fascinated to see when the Challenger and Camaro are both on the market sure. at the same time, who chooses them and how many people choose each other. Yeah, that, that, that's a great part, point, Mark. Great point. Uh, jump into another car, Acura TSX. It's always been a fantastic fantastic car to me. Um, it's essentially the European Accord, mm -hmm. right? It, it, they actually make a smaller, tighter vehicle for the European market than um, the big fat Accord that we're used to here. Uh, just a all-around tight, you know, well-handling, well-executed, uh, kind of boring styling car. Um, fantastic shifter, you know, all those things that appeal to the, the more enthusiast end, um, but not a lot of the passion you're looking for with that car. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. I like the car a lot as a car. Right. I'm not sure I liked it as an Acura, and it, to me it explained why Acura has never really caught on. It's, to your point, it's a really, really nice Accord. I'm not sure it's what I would call the proper car for an, uh, a luxury brand. It's that's, not quite luxury. I think that's exactly it, and I mean, you know, for that reason, and it's got a, a luxury price to go with. You know, right. the, the, the badge. And I mean, for that reason, I think of it as one of the more disappointing cars I've driven this hmm. year. I mean, it, it, I can't think, of, it, it's a terrific Accord, but it's not an Accord. Hmm. It's an Acura, and an Acura should be Has clearly Acura different and better. Has Acura ever been a luxury brand, though? No, Acura's they should be. always, they sh maybe they should be, philosophic, philosophically speaking, but has Acura ever been a true luxury brand? I mean, look at their history of their lineup from sporty little, you know, hot shoe cars to these mid-sized kind of, the biggest seller at Acura is the TL, which is the Accord, essentially, uh, the, the North American Accord. Uh, there never been a big RL seller or the big luxury N. It, it, it's an incredible history of squandered opportunity, though, I think, because Acura was the first of the Japanese luxury brands right. out there. And they had, you know, one car, the original legend, that was carving itself out a, a, right. a place in that. Then they dropped the name. And then they dropped you know, the going name. back to yeah. the Japanese exactly. not dropping names, they dropped the name, right? On a luxury, and, and, and they do, yeah. And, yeah. And, and I mean, I just, I, I think Acura 
is not what it should be. I mean, the, the, the TSX gives you more of those things, but not you know, eight or nine grand more, sure. I don't think. Well, with that, we're going to have to wrap it up. Thanks so much for sticking around and doing this internet version only. Mark Phelan from the Detroit Free Press, Natalie Neff from Ottawa, thanks for being here, and thank you for tuning in on the web.